Ciao, Jason. Hey, ciao. Uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> Everyone now knows who our guest is. It's although, Fabio. Although they probably saw it in the description of the episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but maybe they're just listening straight through and this just, just comes up in their podcast. It just like, pops up. Yeah, uh, so maybe look, they don't know who our guest is. Look, it's late at night here. It's 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 quarter past one in the morning, and I am uh, uh, alive. I, I feel more alive than I have in weeks. Just, just spending an hour talking with the two of you has filled me with joy. It's reminded me that there are so many good things in the world, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, it's it's been a while since we've done one of these, and I, I just uh, I, I I just appreciate it so much. So I'm hoping that that feeling that I have right now is exactly what our listeners have yeah. when they catch up on this podcast. Yeah. And maybe they don't have it right now. Like at the beginning, they're, like, oh, they're yeah. not feeling great. And then they're going to listen. And then by the end, they're going to have that feeling uh, talking and listening to the beautiful Fabio from Milan, who is just yeah. the most generous, wonderful, kindest person. I know. Yeah. Part of uh, the founding members of, of Petrobil Theatre uh, and uh, a, a wonderful group of improvisers that work out of there, a school based in Milan. Uh, and, um, oh, I forgot what I was going to say. God damn. Uh, <laughs> and he's just become a father recently. He he's has a, just he has become a, a father. A one-year-old uh, named Margarita who we'll meet uh, on the podcast. I think we hear her a couple of times. Yes, we hear her. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Um Fabio's mic was a little low. I'll try my best to uh, to equal it out in the mix, uh, but you may need to uh, to lean in a little uh, with the uh, mic stuff there. Uh, but uh, what he uh, shares with us in this episode is a joy. So please uh, sit back, relax, and uh, enjoy our chat with Fabio. Fabio. Hey Jason, here hey, we are. Here we are with the handsomest improviser I've ever met. <laughs> it you, is a, Jason. A, you, oh, Jason. No, I'm joking. Yeah, I'm joking. Yeah, it's our yeah, guest. Clearly, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> it is our guest today, of course, Fabio. Fabio, how are you? I'm very, very good. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you. Yeah. So, t- tell us where you're where you're recording from today. Uh, Tell us where you're recording from. I'm recording uh, from Italy now, yeah. uh, uh, like uh, in the countryside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're on vacation right now. That's what that's on. Vacation uh, with my family. Oh, there it is. <laughs> on cue. <laughs> on cue. <laughs> my little baby Margarita. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can call Margarita. You can call. You can say Daisy, but. Because Margherita is uh, the flower. Ah, yes. English is Daisy. Ah, she did not know that. She's so happy. She's <laughs> happy. <laughs> See you guys. She, yeah. she, she's taking a look at, uh, at the computer and smiling. <laughs> <laughs> she, knows, she knows good people. <laughs> oh. So you're, you're on vacation in the, the Italian oh, countryside. For those at home, Fabio is showing us a picture of yeah. uh, uh, the video of his baby walking around. It's adorable. It is absolutely and adorable. And she's smiling. <laughs> she's as beautiful as he is. This is amazing. She's, <laughs> she's discovering uh, the world, the food, the uh, walking, nature. So the best 
thing ever. So yeah. he's happy. Love from from mom and dad. So what's best for, for her? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I uh, I have been uh, now uh, here in uh, Melbourne trapped with my family for uh, 18 months. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And uh, yes, lots and lots of lockdowns. We're back in our sixth lockdown now. Uh, the Delta's kicked off here in uh, here in Australia and many states here in Australia are locked down again. And uh, it's, uh, it's pretty crazy. We're just waiting. Our government made our, our balls up of the... Uh, rollouts vaccine rollouts and everyone's like can we have vaccine please and they're like uh yeah when we get some uh, yeah it's not a race like what what it is <laughs> uh so uh so yeah so we're back in lockdown again now so i have been uh it trapped in the house with my family for good on uh, well on 18 months with a few a month break here a couple of weeks break there um and guess what i love them even more even yeah. more now we're all getting along okay. <laughs> We're all yeah. doing good. We're all being here for each other. Lots of hugs, lots of fist bumps, uh, yeah. a, f- a few annoying uh, fights with each other, but generally we- we're doing good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so, Fabio, Fabio, how are you, my man? Um, can, can you, just for the people who don't know you, uh, where, where, uh, where did you get, uh, get your start in improvisation? Because I know, I think you came from like more of a physical theater background, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah, a bit. So uh, <laughs> I just started to uh, know improv 18 years ago. So uh, so I can drive now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so 18 years ago, uh, I, I watched uh, very randomly uh, a show in a theater and it was a, uh, an improv show. Uh, um, right uh, before the show, uh, I told myself, oh, my God, why, my friend Stefano, are you bringing me to <laughs> a show like this? But at the end of the show, I stole all the flyers of the <laughs> improvisational theater in Milan and nearby. Uh, because I said, oh, my God, this is so beautiful. Um, and I started to, uh, to study improv. Uh, and then, and then, uh, yeah, after four years, I decided to quit my job and to, uh, uh be hundred percent, 24 hours for improv, yeah. and I, uh, went deep with my, um, education on, uh, committed alarte and mime and to go deep into this, uh, uh art form and to uh make to make it uh, even more beautiful uh, beautiful every every year more and so yeah. now after 18 years uh, i still want to to grow more mm-hmm. on improv and uh, and i and i see a, a, a revolution in my life right now because it's uh, one year one year ago my little margarita mm. was born mm-hmm. and revolution because uh my eyes on improv are you have uh, two babies now not completely but are a bit different sure 
Yeah. Because, you know, guys, you have you have 18, uh, yeah. eight, eight, all the children or, or yeah, uh, you know how five, mm -hmm. you know how um, this can um, change your point of view. Mm -hmm. And I can say I didn't expect how beautiful all these things could be. Uh, sorry for uh, the verbs. Maybe I wrong. No. Uh, but uh, wow. I said I said just wow. Maybe I um uh, I will slow down a bit with the traveling, mm -hmm. but uh, I will I will go deeper. Mm. So maybe um, less chance to to international meetings, mm -hmm. but more chance to enrich my soul. Uh, I think uh, it's a perfect time yeah. in the world to uh, yeah. to want to be home and not traveling, yeah. <laughs> which That's is good. nice. Nice yeah. for that as well. Fabio, you said you saw beauty in improv when you uh, when you started it or when you first saw it and you wanted to make it beautiful. In the mm -hmm. 18 years that you've been working at it, what are some of the beautiful discoveries that you've made about the art form? Oh, the first experience that came to my mind uh, was uh, the meeting with the uh, vocal improvisation. Mm -hmm. And uh, in 2000, uh, 2012, I started to, uh, to study uh, vocal improvisation with a choir, with an um, a cappella choir. Yes. Uh, uh, led by... Uh, a former student of Bobby McFerrin, <laughs> wow. one of the biggest improvis uh, improviser, uh, singer improviser in the world. Uh, so this um, uh, this uh, guy, Oscar, uh, taught us to um, improvise with voice. And every time I, uh, I got all the... Um, uh, all the um, analogies with the improvisational theater mm -hmm. and it was like a, a mirror game of uh, how uh, arts can um, share and arts can feed themselves mm -hmm. one and so I think so the, the first experience came to my mind uh, that enriched my improv was vocal improvisation and mm -hmm. for me now, working as a team for, for example, a show is like uh, working as a choir. So listening to the difference mm -hmm. yeah. uh, and supporting the difference. Harmonizing <clears throat> together. Harmonizing. Yeah, exactly. Blending, yeah. blending your voices. Yeah. Yeah. And there's no false note. There's no false note. And mm -hmm. this, yeah, we say there's no mistakes in, uh, in improv theater. When I studied, uh, um, uh, while I'm studying uh, vocal improvisation, for me it's very clear, because there's a there's a, uh, and um, maybe a false note, but it's not false, because uh, it's the listener to give value to the to this note. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. If it's not uh, a note uh, is false only if the listener judges this note false. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So beautiful. Uh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. Re like revolutionary. 
Yeah. yeah, that's that's great. Yeah, the note it it's it sounds maybe di- like uh, it doesn't sound as a perfect harmony as the rest, but that was the point. Is it was dissonant a little to make it a little scary. It's not a not a bad note. It's a different note. Yeah, it's a different chord. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. I, I like how you uh, say, and this is something that uh, I, I often take away from from improv, and I think uh, sometimes I even take it for granted, particularly when I'm playing with people. I always play with in in my local company or or people who I do shows in week in week out or uh, monthly shows is the heart connection that is there the 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 really raw honest open uh, uh connection that that you've got on the stage in, in that moment I think sometimes in the in the uh the kind of humdrum of of doing it a lot you you take that for granted a little bit and uh and it's really something that should be uh, focused on uh, that connection because I think sometimes, yeah, I'll walk away from the show and I'll be thinking about the machinations of the show. Did it go well? What was the energy like? And and I don't put the fact that we did a show and connected in the pro column anymore. It's just kind of assumed. But to, to hear that again, it's, it's like, okay, I'm going to put that back in the pro column. <laughs> yeah. I think after after this year of of hardly doing improv, uh, I think everyone's going to start putting that back in the pro call. Yeah, like, I think so. Too. Oh, I get to see you. This is so great. This is a wonderful thing. I just want to ask you more about your baby, but I'm trying not to. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. I know. I know. Because I love I love that you have a one year old. I love it's amazing, and I love the the what you're talking about the discovery of of, of it all. Because I think when I yeah when I had a baby too same thing as is seeing the world through someone else's eyes again like that 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 like the whole world becomes uh new again and becomes like a playground and everything is is just to watch them experience the world change the way i looked at the world and changed me as an improviser like right away almost right um and uh do you find yourself improvising with margarita all the time are you are you using improv skills in those like parenty ways the the main improv skills uh, uh, I used with uh, Margarita was listening hard, <laughs> <laughs> because um, mostly the the first time when when you don't know <laughs> when you know at all what she wants to say, you have just listen listen um, the rhythm of the cry, listening the the tone of the the little body, listening everything and so you just stop to um find a mechanism a cause effect you just quit and you say okay let's listening let's mm-hmm. listen under 101 percent yeah yeah and now she's starting to make like a, 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 a to, to responding mm-hmm. like uh, then so for example she's saying a data and i say a data and she say, a data, a win. Good sounds with the, with the emotions. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, the, it's the mirroring, the mirroring, uh, the no, your kind of relationship between parents and, uh, and, and children, no, uh, just reflecting emotions, just trying to accept uh, every emotion. Uh, so it's very, mm-hmm. and, 
I just played a show one month ago um, because right now in Italy we are allowed to play show uh, outdoor. Mm. Uh, in September we cross the finger, maybe, maybe even indoor. Uh, and <laughs> I realized that I I improvised like like my first year of improv mm -hmm. <laughs> like, uh, when I was a student, but. The thing is, I was happy to do this. Yeah. <laughs> I was comfortable just to be like a, um, like a newbie. <laughs> yeah. So beautiful to uh, to lower your self expectations to yeah, and to uh, put all the things in the right. Uh, you know. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah no, for sure. Yeah, I've done some online improv stuff during this pandemic. Not very much, but just a, a little online improv. But it's not the same thing. And I'm, I'm trying yeah. to think now, like, like because again, here we're supposed to be able to do shows in September as well. But knock on wood. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't. You know, cross my fingers. Um, and so, like, I'm trying to plan a season of shows with no no idea if it's going to happen or not. And then while I'm thinking about it, I'm like stages oh yeah like i gotta have to move around a stage and like, remember where to stand and like i think i'm okay i think i'll remember it. it'll all come back to me but it is this moment of like it's been so long since i've stood on one like yeah. i don't even know we yeah, were like, fortunate we, enough where do you around start february through april to have zero cases around so we in fact had a whole comedy festival i did a month of shows i didn't realize how spoiled i was uh and now yeah just last weekend i was supposed to be in Brisbane, another city here in Australia, oh, doing a 2000 seat theater sports show, uh, which was all just crushed, 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 crushed. So now I look back at that time in the comedy festival and I did so much improv. I was doing two, three shows a day. I was doing a kid's show. I was doing a, an eight o'clock show and a 10 o'clock show some days. And, uh, and I just have to let that fuel the fire at the moment. I, I don't realize how lucky I was when I was doing it. I just thought we were in the clear now, but, uh, mm. oh boy, yeah. no, no, <laughs> no, 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 not yeah. quite the clear. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it was the same, I think for all of us coming out of the fog, getting back into kind of just running, uh, shows again and being, getting used to being back on stage you had to forgive yourself for being, you know, not the improviser you were when you left the stage because it's been so long and you're so, it's such an energizing and powerful thing that you, it, it, it does come to the surface. You, you're not there going, um, okay, I can control this now. I can be the super professional that I am. You're literally like, <laughs> like a five-year-old on stage going, yes, <laughs> and enjoying the work again. <laughs> so Fab, you were saying you um you uh you started in vocal improv. That was where you sort of started seeing these these ties between vocal improv and stage yeah. improv. Uh and then what else have what, what what have you been doing in improv itself, like that trying to make it more beautiful? Like what is it what have your projects been? Have you been producing certain types of shows? Have you been trying to do certain kinds of genres or styles or or just a certain kind of play? Um, my, my point of view is mostly a point of view uh, of a teacher because, uh, of, uh, my 
improvising time is uh, 75% teaching and 25 uh, playing mm -hmm. on stage. So sure. Yeah. <laughs> another, uh, uh, another important point of view who, uh, uh, that enriches my experience was uh, um, putting some um, at attention and caring, caring the body on improv. Mm -hmm. Caring, uh, for example, uh, uh, in a technical way, how to move, how to stay connect. Uh, so the proxemic thing, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, so how to place yourself on stage in a technical way, mm -hmm. in a personal way, uh, how to stay grounded, how to breathe, how to be. Um, present with your body on stage and this is a big part of my oh i have a friend oh sorry uh, <laughs> next to my door uh, <laughs> uh, he just came uh, with a with a bicycle uh, ah. <laughs> me. So i uh, sorry for interruption no it's uh, good for rents <laughs> um we we often um we often uh, play some uh, classes of improv after uh, one hour of a, a, a sweet gym. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I, I don't know if, if in Italian it's gymnastica dolce, you know, so it's sweet. It's like a uh, like yoga, for example, mm -hmm. or like uh, like a physical stretching kind of thing. Yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. And then we. Uh, we play some scene after this long time of uh, uh, taking care of the body in a sweet mm -hmm. way, and and it's beautiful because it, you're playing, uh, you're not playing, um, uh, you're playing a little bit more truly, if I yeah. may say this. And another thing, one of the my my last sorry sorry, and interrupt for a second, just to clear up what you mean by this this class that you do, gymnastic adolce. Yeah, you do like an hour of like yoga, like stretching and taking care of your body, and then you play some scenes after the hour yeah. of take. That sounds amazing. That sounds that's beautiful. That sounds really sweet. I, I I've never taken a class like that in my life. Have you ever done that, Jason? No, no. I mean, we've done. I've done some more. The closest thing I've ever done to that is uh, when I when I was doing uh, playback theatre, uh, and the the often the um, the warm ups would be half an hour of very, very much like stretching and and um, uh, uh, um, like a, a what is it chant not chanting but um, like a, a Zen kind of. Uh, rhythm thing. Sorry, it's very late at night here. Chanting, <laughs> chanting. Like what? Chanting. I don't think this was playback no. theater. <laughs> uh, but and then we'd spend the second half of the warm up listening to people's stories and and warming into the process of things as well. But that's mm -hmm. probably the most gentle way I've ever gotten into shows is with playback theater. Normally, it's with you know uh, a, a loud, loud, shouty games, and um, you know people trying to. Uh, in big fat air quotes, energize the, and connect the group um, by playing, you know, fast, loud, shouty games. And I think that uh, sometimes that can have an adverse effect. Um, when you walk out on stage, the audience isn't at the same level as the improvisers are hyped up to be. 
Um, and uh, sometimes I think that can put the audience on the back foot when, when people come out like, wow, and like supercharged and energized. Um, yeah, so just sounds, uh, yeah, just sounds like one of the most like soft, gentle, beautiful ways to improvise. I, know. I love it. I love this gymnastique adolce. Did yeah. I say it right? Did I say that right? That yeah. right? Gymnastique adolce, mia fratella. Now, I know that uh, I remember the first time that I played with you, Fabio, and one of the things that I uh, I remember about the time is how grounded and present you were mm-hmm. on the stage and uh, and and that is i think a wonderful trait of your performance persona i guess or your your persona as as an improviser it's very comforting standing opposite that that kind of physical confidence and that that grounded character um and and oftentimes i know that the very first time uh, that I was playing with you, I was speaking very quickly with an Australian accent, and you, <laughs> and you were probably not getting much of it at all. But you didn't see, you didn't see that on stage at all. You saw this very calm improviser grabbing, grabbing what he could <laughs> and playing through that. It's such a wonderful thing. <laughs> so, yeah. So you're talking about Seattle, 2010. Yeah, yeah, and I have to confess <laughs> that 2010, I didn't know English very much. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I just, I just uh, went to Seattle because that our friend invited me yeah. to go at the Randy uh, Week of Improv, Randy Dixon, uh, but my English was. <laughs> very bad um, people so talk a I, lot at that festival there's a lot of talking I at that had festival. a lot of fun because because i <laughs> i saw the people on stage were very um happy yeah and i said okay um, i just stopped to understand each words and just to have fun with them and then at the end there was a show the translation show where everyone has to speak in his own language. Yes, it was beautiful, and I say, okay, I feel, I feel perfect. <laughs> and, but um, speaking in another language on stage is an experience of it's uh, uh, an ego destroyer. Yes, uh, experience um, is uh, um, don't be in control. Uh, mm-hmm. Just uh, yeah, trust your partner. Yeah. For me, it, it was another part of of the gifts I received from improv. Uh, so lucky me that I, uh, I didn't understand English well in yeah. Seattle 2010 when I met Jason for the first time. Uh, lucky me because I had I had the chance to do this experience experience of uh, uh, getting out of my, uh, my the control of my brain. <laughs> yeah. Just uh, be, be present. Well, let me say, lucky me as well <laughs> for for that meeting and that experience because it uh, it, it 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 really opened my eyes up to connecting on uh, on a much more physical level. I remember after the first show how beautiful it was uh, when uh, we were talking at the bar and you said, "I 
I didn't understand much. Maybe we can slow down a little bit. And I it was again ego shattered. Like, oh fuck! Of course, I'm <laughs> I'm so sorry. And um and uh, and that yeah, it was a really wonderful wonderful moment for to get me out of out of myself and my comfort zone. And I remember uh, the subsequent scenes that we played that week were a lot. A lot more physical, a lot more looks, a lot more Lazi, uh, uh, and uh, and and very very physically playful and connected. Um, yeah, so I, I, the the honor was mine as well. <laughs> well, lucky me, you lucky, lucky you. me for. Uh, just knowing both of you guys, <laughs> I wasn't there. I wasn't there, but lucky me for hearing the story. How lovely it was. Yeah. Yeah. Was- I remember the first, first time I played with people who were not native English speakers, I think was, it was at a Seattle festival in the early two thousands, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they were Germans and Germans speak really good English. So it really didn't make much of a difference. It, was, it, was, it wasn't a great first experience. So I didn't have to think about it. Uh, but then I remember having to starting to think about it, like being in Europe and playing with people and realizing that uh, I think I think it was, oh, wait, maybe it was with uh, with this uh, Swede, Swede, some Swedes, Anton, maybe from mm-hmm. Sweden. And I started a scene with him saying something about how we need to prune the rhododendrons and being like, that's a terrible first sentence for someone that doesn't speak English. Like prune the rhododendrons. Like it's, maybe they don't call it a rhododendron. Oh no! And I feel like I just like launched the most confusing first offer at him, and he picked it up perfectly and went with it. Uh, I don't think he knew what I meant, but he was. We were, and it ended up in this really beautiful scene of two men shaving, discussing their lives. But uh, but it was like this really. I, 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 it, that was my that was my lesson in learning about language right there. Yeah. Yeah, it's um yeah it's a, it's a wonderful thing. When you um you you mentioned that you you studied like uh, Lazi and stuff like that, uh, Commedia, sorry, um, uh, Fabio, do you mm-hmm. do you uh, still train that kind of stuff into your your improvisers like the the classic um, Commedia stuff, or have you kind of extracted? what you need out of that and and molded it into uh improv kind of instruction uh how i'd love to say that uh, comedia is always on my uh, scenes choices yeah but it's not yeah uh, it's not because you have to make a choice you mm-hmm. you, you cannot do anything mm-hmm. uh Luckily, uh, luckily, right up, right before the the pandemic, um, I had the chance to uh, study again and collaborate a bit with my same um, teacher, maestro of uh, Commedia dell'arte. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a, an experience of, uh, you know. In, with Comité dell'Arte, I think I learned the, the discipline mm-hmm. of theater. So how to be, uh, how to be in a character, how mm-hmm. to be um, in in a relationship with other characters, and how to be patient on st- 
patient on stage mm-hmm. and how to respect your character and respect the character of uh, the partners. So, and your character's point of view, because so many of the, the commedia characters have strong passions and points of views and, and opinions, you know, they often come loaded with those, um, you know, to have that in an improv scene is, is something that is a gift too. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I confess I didn't get the question. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. I was saying that the, uh, the commedia characters often come uh, with uh, um, opinions and uh, very, very stern ways that they are played and uh, one is greedy, uh, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. So you learn to to uh, commit to a point of view uh, yeah. very strongly, which is very useful in improv. Yeah. Um, studying the media archetypes, Mm-hmm. Or archetypes, I don't know, archetypes, I think. Yeah. Uh, it's, um, it, it, it's learning um, uh, a soul of a character and uh, how to be, uh, how to be uh, strong with this soul of your character and trying to, um, trying to understand if your character can change or not uh, is, is allowed is allowed mm-hmm. to change or not and uh, but uh, yeah and uh, the comedia is a big uh, um, expression of uh, um, the power of of, of, a, of a sentiment of, of a feeling mm-hmm. the, yeah not mm, to, to give uh, characters in comedia, give themselves. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, in in comedia, they never change. Yeah, because the game of comedia dell'arte is be Arlecchino forever. You yes. Arlecchino will never uh, become uh, the master or the rich guy, and so the rich old man never uh, will never be generous. Will never be uh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if he became generous, then they'd have to retire the character because he's not interesting anymore. Get rid of him. He's not helping with the story. Get that guy out of here. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, I think a little some, something very interesting is okay. We have now some archetypes, and how can we uh, play har- archetypes in improv where usually you change because mm. if you listen, you you change. Yeah. So this is a big uh, uh, dilemma. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Like starting you. playing that archetype, but then having that archetype still grow and evolve and become a new character by the end. Yeah. But yeah, how do you do those two things? Yeah. Mm. The the idea of finding the soul of the character and then committing yeah. to that, I think, is a beautiful thing for any improviser listening. <laughs> It's a beautiful idea. Yeah. Like if you can sentiment. aim to understand that in the first couple of minutes or at least make choices about that in the first you know minute or so of your scene, you're going to be on such solid footing moving forward. Your character can change, but to, to find the soul and then commit to that, oh. Yeah. I remember the first time I saw you play, Fabio, in Amsterdam, uh, 
five and a little six years ago, I guess, when when Missy was pregnant with Milo, we were at the festival, yeah. and uh, watching you play with uh, oh, who was there? As Miko, Miko and Andrea. 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 Yeah. Yes, Andrea and Miko. And the three of you played, and uh, you didn't play in English. Uh, I, I don't think you spoke uh, hardly at all, or if you did, yeah. it was Italian. But um, but I understood everything that was happening. It was a beautiful show. Everything. Like I, 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 There was no moment where I was like a little confused. Like I com- comprehended the entire show because of the physicality uh, mm-hmm. that you brought to the characters and i watched someone walk on stage up i know exactly who that is that's for oh great and what they're and the physicality that you did and i remember talking to a student of i might have been a student of yours a student from uh from your school of improv who happened to just be at the festival watching and they came over and they said it was their first time at an, out of italy at a festival mm-hmm. and the the student told me uh that everyone in italy was telling him get ready like the kind of improv we do is very physical and he didn't understand what that meant because he was like what do you mean it's very physical i don't get it but then when he went to this international festival and watched other improvisers from around the world he told me he was like i see now what they mean yeah italy <laughs> we do very physical improvisation uh because everywhere else around the world we're all just standing there talking to each other yeah. and like maybe we're washing some dishes or something <laughs> but but like the physicality that that you bring to the stage is just so beautiful and and like it it um yeah like you were saying about the soul of the character uh fabian jason as well the soul of the character like you could see it it's just like you put the soul of the character yeah. on stage you don't need any words at that point like i get it i see everything about that character in your body so it's just beautiful i just wanted to say that you're beautiful <laughs> and i i would like to to add that uh, in amsterdam 2016 it was our our meetings beautiful um it was my maybe not my first but my i i may say my perfect meeting with the poetry in improv oh yeah uh, because yeah your show dave with me mm-hmm. uh, i say okay i like to uh because i like um a good a good uh, um um language uh, play language uh, language yeah. yeah oh and i say oh finally this is <laughs> the most beautiful way to be on stage with a beautiful language mm. simple and because i almost got every words of your show even if it was uh very language based <laughs> in, in a poetic language and i say yeah um I will I will allow myself to be poetic on stage. And then uh, it never happened. <laughs> no. Yet. Uh, yet. Yes. Hasn't happened yet. Because a show you have to yeah to produce a show well uh, you have to find the the partner uh, is not um, yeah but yeah uh i think that in that festival there was a beautiful organization that uh allows us allowed us to to be very good on stage 
Yeah. Not, mm-hmm. not because we are good, but because <laughs> the organization was, you know, I, 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 I strongly believe in this because uh, they put the conditions yeah. uh, to, to mm-hmm. let us play together, even in the mixed show, uh, very, very well. And so I strongly believe that uh, uh, to improvise is, is very important to create a, the, the right set to mm-hmm. set the thing. Yeah, the right uh, environment. The right environment for yeah, learning, yeah, yeah where yeah. where everyone feels safe and comfortable and ready to take risks and supported and all of that, yeah. So, uh, and this uh, environment, you 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 have to you don't have to improvise the environment. You have yeah. to to yeah. Uh, I don't know if I'm clear. Uh, yeah, I so think that the uh, the right conditions, the right environment is a is a study. It's not mm-hmm. just uh, making up. Yeah, uh, yeah. During you make up the yeah. thing, but you have to uh, provide things uh, in a not in a not only improvised way. Yes. Yeah. Everything leading up to the improv show is part of the improv show, like how you produce the the show how you take care of the performers how you run your rehearsals all of that is part of the show even though you don't see it on stage and yeah that's mm-hmm, beauty we have a saying here that um the only mistake you ever make in an improv show is casting yeah mm-hmm. uh that if <laughs> if you cast the right people there's no mistakes it's just everything you might make in an improv show that's a mistake happens before the show like yeah. it's when with the how you pick people and how you put on the show mm-hmm. yeah i think that uh that is one of the strengths of and why it's got such a good reputation but one of the strengths of the amsterdam festival is that it is invited groups it, it is a, a smaller festival and there's there's become a, a a little festival that happens kind of late at night where some extra groups have come, but the main stage groups are, uh, 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 have always, when I've been there, been phenomenal. And, and you just kind of feel that energy when you walk into the room on the first day going, well, you know, I'm just happy to be here, really. <laughs> like, I'm happy to be uh, uh, considered, you know, uh, to be a part of, uh, of, of this, to be invited here to play. So whoever walks through that door, I'm going to try to, you know, give the best time ever. Um, yeah, it's such a it's such a joyous thing. We'll get back there one day, <laughs> one day, one day, one day. One we'll day. get back there together. Uh, but that's a that's one of those festivals where people eat together as well. Like you have a a, a good yeah. feed in the evening together before shows start. So it's not like everyone's you know getting to the theater having gone off in lots of disparate groups and. Um, and I, I think there's there's a lot to be said. To, I mean, I think improvisers often have that ritual, particularly in festivals, of of maybe you know going and getting stuff together, and then of course bar chat afterwards uh, and, and stuff like that. So there is that ritual of, of connecting. But what I really loved about Amsterdam was that that meal before the show. You know, everyone's in the venue, everyone's there, and then people can go and get ready for things, and the conversations can can. Um, can continue for those who aren't doing a show that evening. 
but uh, it was such a nice way for everyone to land at the theater six nights in a row, you know, with a big, big yeah, hot was, meal. And I, I remember, yeah, that's the, the I think that's a, a Netherlands thing of eating before a show together. It's a big part of how they do all of their shows. And I find it strange because I normally don't like to eat before a show. Like, <laughs> I don't want to eat before a show because I get all like oh, sleepy. So I usually eat after the show. So, but being there for the feasting is such an important part of the of the festivals they do. So, yeah, I mean, festival and feasts came from the same word. Ah. Yeah. Feast, <laughs> festival. It's a festival. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I agree, Fabio, because I've been to festivals. We all have been to festivals that fall on that end of the spectrum where where uh, it feels very connected uh, and very safe uh, and uh, very supportive. Uh, and I'm sure we've all been to festivals on the other end where uh, before a show or you get off the, the plane or train and you're like, what, what, what now? <laughs> where, where am I headed? Or you get to the venue and uh, find out that everyone's left, uh, <laughs> you know, five minutes before and you're like, oh, Okay, I'll, I'll I'll play catch up, and it just puts you yeah puts you in a heel sometimes. Um, so a good organization around a festival is is something that is imperative for the festival to succeed. I reckon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, you were saying something else though before I interrupted. Uh, way back, you had, you were going to make two points, and you made the one about gymnastic. A dolce yeah. and i was like "Ooh, hold on i want to talk about that and then we never got back to what your second point was so let's get back to that before we begin what's the other thing okay um it's just uh that we needed uh to have a uh, uh, new ideas for uh, workshops in uh, teatro Bu, our uh, organization in italy mm-hmm. uh, in uh, in milan mm-hmm. uh, they asked me to uh to uh, offer uh, something new and then i decided uh, and it will be in april uh, i decided to uh, take one of my favorite uh, in in uh, in the movie mm-hmm. in, in hollywood uh, mostly one of my favorite and this tim burton and trying to put two things so i have two different workshops uh, i will offer in Tribu. And one about the the losers. Uh, so the character like uh, 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 the course bride or uh, Edward mm-hmm. or Jack Skeleton, mm-hmm. that uh, they are not loved by everyone, mm-hmm. but they are beautiful. Mm-hmm. And so we will try to study how to play a character with the weakness and with the um, and maybe also with the, uh, I don't know if it's stigma. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, mm, like uh, the red letter. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like yeah. Stigma. The they're, they're, yeah. Stigma. They're, they're different. Yeah. They have a something about yeah. them that everyone else doesn't like. <laughs> so. And how to play with this one as a main character. Mm-hmm. So the work is about uh, how to be antagonist. <clears throat> But supportive, and how to be, um, how to show this character without uh, rhetoric, mm-hmm. but in a, mm. in a true way. 
and the the other side is uh, inspired inspired by uh, my probably my favorite ever movie is uh, the Big Fish. Mm-hmm. And so stories, uh, life stories uh, that seem not uh, they seem fake, but they are uh, real. Yeah. And so how to recreate this magic that is uh, I'm telling you something true from my life and that sounds incredible but it's true and, and how to play with this thing in a, in a theatrical way yeah so a, a lot of uh, you know a bit of inspired by like a classic armando for example uh, and trying to be uh, to be credible both with uh, my personal uh, story mm-hmm. and both and with the um, uh, theater and with scenes uh, yeah just this just to this um this is a uh, fun for me yeah <laughs> first yeah. and then i i would hope that would be fun for uh, for the students yeah it sounds beautiful i love yeah, big fish is big fish is one of my favorite movies too <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah how many uh, cry, how many tears i know i just cried through the whole movie I watched. Uh, now that you have a baby, watch it again. You're going to cry even more. Oh, now that you have a baby. No. Yeah. Please. So many more. I cry so much more now that I have a baby. Oh. Things that I never. So you're watching like a war movie and someone gets shot and you're like, that's someone's son. <laughs> you start crying. Uh, but Big Fish, that'll get you. Yeah. But that's beautiful. I love that. Uh, I love that that idea of doing a show inspired by true stories and, and uh, what do we call them? Tall tales, I think we call them. Yeah. Those stories that are like, true but not true i uh, exa- the, exaggerated yeah yeah i had the privilege of uh stumbling across a documentary about the making of freaks and geeks the tv show mm-hmm. uh which is a lot of those types of characters uh all together fabio um mm-hmm. uh, uh they are uh, uh it's set in a high school but it it focuses on you know the the freaks and the geeks of, of the school and uh how worried uh everyone was that uh about you know telling these kinds of stories and all the writers sat in their room uh and they told all of their most personal horrific uh and grandiose uh stories about their childhood high school times and that became the basis of many of the scenes very very honest scenes in the um in the tv show which is why the tv show is so wonderful but it's a collection of those types of characters like a whole lot of them all as an ensemble (laughs) thank you for the suggestion yes it's called (laughs) freaks and geeks it's uh it's great Uh, it's uh it just reminded me because there are so many honest stories in there uh, and uh, and as you're saying, those those vulnerable characters. It's literally a cast of those those outcasts, and uh, uh, as as the main cast, it uh, it was a, a joy to watch the documentary today. It's been a while since I've watched the series, but I just wanted to go back and watch it all again. Um, mm-hmm. It's set in like 1980s high school, and it was made several several years ago, like t- ten years ago, twelve years ago, long time ago. Yeah. Like um, but yeah, it's uh, it's fantastic. Reminding me of what you're saying there. Those types of characters um, mm-hmm. can be the focus, you know. Beautiful. I think we get that a lot more now. Back when Freaks and Geeks was 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 mm-hmm. 
premiering. I don't think we got those stories as much. It was uh, always about the people, the cheerleaders and the jocks on on top of the stands instead of the mm-hmm. the kids underneath the stands. <laughs> yeah, didn't Pixar just do a Dungeons and Dragons movie recently? Oh, I, I uh, yeah. But yeah. I haven't seen it yet, but yeah, like, so we're getting those stories a little bit more. Now. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think mm-hmm. so. <laughs> yeah. Cool, cool. Well, I think we're we're getting close to to our end time here. We so, are. is there anything else you you wanted to talk about, Fabio? Give you a chance. Is there anything you wanted to say uh, about improv, or do you have any questions for us, or anything that you want to talk about before we we start wrapping up here? For me, um, yeah. Oh, oh. Anything we uh, we should have covered that we didn't cover in this episode. Uh, I just wanted to say I just want to say that uh, I I feel nostalgia mm. about uh, an international meeting. It's true that now, uh, um, in a realistic way, my travels will be uh, always less. But I have to confess as well that I I want to I really want a big hug from you guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah. Oh, please, uh, Jason went to Italy two years ago. Uh, you are always welcome, Dave. Please, I know it's eleven or more hours of flight. No, more, more. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. It's thirty-six from here, brother. (laughs) (laughs) I think for me it's like maybe it's twelve. Maybe it's twelve. I don't know. I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah, I I told you like like uh, the flight from Australia was uh, was smaller, but uh, (laughs) nope, definitely not. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's on it's on my list, Milan. It's on my list of places to go because last time when we went to Italy, we went to Rome like tourists. And uh, I regret it. I regret it every day since we shouldn't have gone to Rome. Rome was fine. I mean, it's Rome. But for next time, Milan, I'm coming for you. Well, uh, one thing I do miss is Fabio hugs. Fabio, world renowned as one of the best huggers in the world. Best, (laughs) best hugs. It's like, if you're you're like, you get wrapped in it. In the the circle of three huggers in in the world, you, you, Jobil, and me. Uh, <laughs> the, <you> know, <laughs> those are some good hugs right it's there. a hug nato uh, <laughs> it'll be my next festival will be called huggers, huggers. The, three of you. huggers. <laughs> the three of you huggers hold on that's a terrible name for a no, it's, <laughs> <a> terrible name. <laughs> huggers yeah, what yeah, what is this festival called <laughs> only that's people like, who hug <laughs> this sounds really inappropriate Dave. uh okay yeah. uh well uh well thank you fabio oh we have one we're gonna end with one last question right yeah. we always ask a question at the end do you want to ask this one or do you want me to do it? you do it Okay. Um, here's a question. Yeah, you 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 but you're not ready for this. Uh, what what's uh, what's um, if there's one thing from improv that you could give to the rest of the world to make the world a better place to live? What's that thing from improv you would give the world? I know. Is it Comedia? Comedia dell'arte? Be like, no. <laughs> to, to make a gift to the world. Yeah, you could give the world a like in a moment. Everyone in the world had this improv thing. What would it be? The relationship with them with mistake. Mm. If everyone would 
will be uh, more free with, with themselves uh, about mistakes and more free with, with other people. So considering yeah. mistake uh, like, uh, like a gift is the gift that I will love to do to the world. Yeah. Uh, there will be less fear, there will be less hate, there will be less creativity. Because creativity is uh, is something that came up from this relationship with mistake. Uh, yeah, if you're stuck with mistake, there's no creativity in the world. Mm -hmm. uh, if you allow yourself to uh, let mistakes happen, mm, yeah, will be also maybe new solution. I, we we yeah. don't know because they are new, but let mistakes happen. Mm. Uh, uh, yeah, wow. beautiful. Well, thank you, sir. Thank you so much for giving us your time and taking time away from your beautiful family. Uh, we appreciate yeah. it so much. It is so good to see your face. It's amazing. So good to see you. You're beautiful. You're so beautiful. <laughs> you look so good right now. Uh, I uh, yeah. And for people who are listening, we, we didn't even tell people this. We're in three very different time zones right now. Yes. Like, uh, Fabio, you probably just are getting ready for dinner. Are you having dinner right now? Is it dinner time? Um, uh, for the swimming pool. <laughs> oh, going swimming? It's like it's like like, oh, like yeah. seven in the evening or something. Uh, six in the evening. And uh, Jason, it's it's one a.m. now where you are. Uh, yeah, it's one a.m. Which is why I'm a little bit rambly tonight, folks. Thanks very much. <laughs> and it's uh for me, it's one of my. I get to get up really early for this one, so it's like seven a.m. for me or eight a.m. now. So this is great. I had breakfast, dinner, and midnight snack. So we're having this good, beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. Anyway, uh, I don't know why I decided to throw that in at the end. You can edit that out too. <laughs> uh, but fine. really lovely to see you, Fabio. Ciao, ciao, uh, ciao, ciao. Thank you for this gift. Uh, uh, thank you, thank you. Like